I'm Dana Evgi, and acting in the new film next to her. Well, I, acting, being, I think. You, mm, I want, can we talk about this, your creation of this character? She's based on a real person, but I don't know. I wanted to ask you how close Gabby is to Natty, who is actually the sister of the writer of the film and the screenwriter, Liron, who also plays... Yeah. Your big sister. So can we talk about where does Natty end and Gabby begin? I think uh, Gabby grew <laughs> from Natty, actually. There's a lot of similarities because uh, she was my inspiration. The, the person that I spent time with, I mean, everything I learned, I learned from her. And uh, I really tried to be as uh, as specific as I could because Nati herself is such an amazing character who I felt people should know. And uh, even one time when we were filming outside, uh, we were filming in Haifa, and uh, one of her caretakers passed by, and she said, oh, my God, I saw Nati, and I wanted to say hi, and I didn't realize that it was you because she knew me from being there and just spending time. Mm. When I was uh, working on the uh, on the part, but still there was a lot of things that I needed to add from from myself just for it to be real for me. And also there was a lot of things that you know we said, okay, if we're gonna do it exactly like she does it, people are gonna say that it's too much. <laughs> people wouldn't believe you know some of the things that that are so out there and are so big. that we had to even even make it a bit smaller sometimes. Really, because actually Gabby is a large character, just the same. Yeah. And, um, is, is Natty aware of the film? I mean, does she know that there's a film about her? Is it not like that? Well, it's a nice and sad question <laughs> because uh, Natty's passed away. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. A year, no, uh, yeah, uh, just a, wi- a year I ago. No idea. No, I hope yeah. you don't mind my asking. No, no, that. no, it's yeah. fine, of course. Yeah. So and uh, she passed away exactly when, you know, a couple of mo- months after the film came out. And for me, I felt she knew everything. And I felt her as a very, very strong person. And, uh, you know, even though... The communication with her wasn't with words. I felt she could even, you know, somehow with her energy manipulate us to do what she, <laughs> you know, or maybe that's what I wanted to think, but, mm. or maybe it's true, but I felt a very, very strong energy from her really, you know, even pushing me to do things and... Mm. And we told her about the film, of course, and uh, Liron told her that uh, she introduced me to her, and that's Dana. She's going to play in the movie, and she's going to learn from you. And and I don't know, you know, it's hard to say it like that all over, uh, you know, when people can't see the expressions, but she used to give me some looks that, <laughs> wow, I felt, you know, she knew exactly why I am, what I was doing, and... Yeah. and- So the, the difficult, her learning difficulties is not exactly the same as your character, so perhaps we should move on to the character. But just wanted to ask you, I know you did a lot of research. You went to the home where she was living. In the film, there's a relationship between Gabby and the yeah. other 
residence of yeah. the, the day centre that she goes to. Yeah. And it's so life-enhancing and supportive. So I wondered yeah. if that had been based on uh, well, relationships within the home. Well, not so much because uh, the people in the home were in a more uh, severe state. They were the situations were much uh, harder than mm. the people that acted in the film because the people that acted in the film are actually actors. Yes. And there are a group of actors that even, you know, travel the world with their plays. Mm. And uh, that's how they could, you know, be there and it wouldn't be like exploiting, you know, mm. The, mm. the situation. And and they were completely aware of what was going on. Well, and yeah, I guess that. I was mm. afraid, you mm. know, because I was very afraid of that moment when you would see, you know, the people from the home and then you would say, oh, you know, maybe I'm not doing something right because they're in a much lighter situation than uh, than Gabby is, and I was very afraid. And then Asaf told me, like, don't worry, I'm going to take what I need for it to be, for it to be real. Mm -hmm. But then when they came in, it was so, so amazing. I just forgot about anything, and we just acted together, and it was it was amazing. They, they were really there for me. I mean, actors who have either a mental or a physical yeah. disability yeah, or yeah. are different. They they know what they're doing. They're wonderful. I mean, and they, they yeah. it's quite humbling, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah that, you know, in the beginning, when I went to, to the home, the place where she stayed, and I I knew I was going to see some very hard things, uh, like when you look at it, like objectively, and people and even connected to, you know, all kinds of uh, tubes. And it was very... It was more harder than what we show in the film, and and I was very afraid of how I would react to it. And after just spending an hour there, it's just it was obvious to me that it's just it's souls and it you know a different set of tools for communicating. That it's just sometimes it's higher communication, you know, without words, and sometimes it's basic physical communication for them to learn to do basic things that's harder for them to do than for us and and then I just forgot about it I was just spending time with this with these people you know yeah so in the film Gabby she's autistic and she has other yeah. mental issues yeah. disabilities yeah I'm not so sure with the film do you rehearse quite a lot because I know you know, luckily you're very close, aren't you, to, to mm. the husband and wife team who made the film. Because yeah. I'm not sure how you'd have done it otherwise. Well, for mm. me, I like as much rehearsals as I can get. Because for me, if I could work a year <laughs> on any film, it would be perfect. Because I just love working so much that, like, as much as I can. So when I come, when, I, when I'm actually on set, so I can just leave everything behind me and not think about anything... And I like things to be in my body and in my mm. mind. And, you know, it's like when you would ask me how old am I or what's the names of my brothers and sisters, I wouldn't, you know, stop and think. Mm. So that's how I want to feel when, I, when I'm on set, mm. that I don't have to, that it's all inside me and I want to build experiences for the character and memories and mm. things of her own. Yeah. So, so you could do that with yeah, with Gabby. Of now, I could have as, yeah. as much rehearsals as I, as I wanted. Yeah. What is fascinating in the film is it starts off as this um, relationship 
which is sometimes feels almost like a mother and a daughter, but it's not. It's two sisters. Yeah. You're, and you think that it seems so obvious. Okay, Gabby is dependent on Helly, but it's not like that at all. They're completely interdependent. And as the film goes on, it, there's a sort of shift. It's wonderful acting on Liron's part and yours mm -hmm. as well, obviously. But um, but she seems almost quite mean spirited. She's doing things for herself. It is Helly who is dependent, really, on, on Gabby. And even though she introduces yeah. this third character, a man, into the relationship, it seems maybe she's doing that because you have now got other friends at the day centre that she didn't want, really want you to go to. I mean, we haven't, yeah. we, I will have to set up the plot, won't we? We should, so we should just briefly set it up. If you, do you want to do that, or shall I just say? Yeah, you, you yeah. go for it. You're, you're very yeah. good at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so here are these two interdependent sisters. The mother has washed her hands pretty well of, well, certainly of her, of her mentally disabled daughter, who, who I think horrifies her, probably. And she can't cope with it. She's a very weak mother, so she's the girls are on their own, and they live in this wonderful chaos, don't mm. they? This, mm. in this sort of, it could be a nightmare, it could be a dream, beautiful mm. dream, but it's chaotic, and they share toothbrushes, and mm. hairbrushes, and baths, and ev they share everything. But then, because the neighbours complain, you have to go to a day centre. I'm calling it you, you, Gabby. Gabby's going to a day centre, and it looks like, oh, isn't it freedom for Helly? But it's not, because really she so has come to, she needs Gabby to need her. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And so she finds a man at the school where she works, the, the gym teacher, yeah. and introduces, I don't know if she means to introduce him into both their lives, but she can't help it. And so we have what I would call a menage a trois. There's three of them oh, yeah. in this relationship. It is Helly who thinks that she's running everything, but I'm not sure that she is. I suppose that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I so think you're, yeah, it's a very, it's, I think everyone who has this uh, relationship on depending on someone or taking care of someone or even just parenthood is, uh, is aware of that, you know, or not aware or experiencing that kind of conflict. Like, when am I really giving? When am I mm. actually taking? When... What do I need? What do they need? And uh, and I think it gets all messed up in the film. And you're right; you can't really tell who needs who more. And there's no even there's no reason to try. In the no, and and the introduction of the young man, we call him a, quite nerdy, isn't he? But he's rather wonderful because he yeah. really can cope with Gabby, which I don't know if that is what what Kelly would have expected to happen so yeah. and so they are literally sharing a bed and he's horrified by the toothbrush at first but yeah. then he's sort of sharing everything as well it's just sort of beautiful and terrible at the same time isn't it and you don't know which way it's going to go and I'm not giving it away either yeah don't give any spoilers no, I don't really I really don't want to do that um, yeah. instead I wanted to ask you about things that Gabby enjoys. The the image that the film is um, being advertised with is, is Gabby in the ballpark. Yeah. And your little boy's old enough now. You've got a two-year-old, but you say you yeah. were pregnant during the making of the film. Yeah. He, you take him to the ballpark, I'm sure. And that you know, little children love the ballpark. Yeah. And so I think that's a, a beautiful central image, isn't it? But you know, uh, perhaps all three of the characters enjoy the ballpark. <laughs> sure. Why not? Well, it's, it's yeah, a, it's a sort of very. It does. It is quite an important image, isn't it? That idea of play of, of being able to let yeah. yourself go, of playing and sinking mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, losing yourself. Yes. In this, That's what I'm talking yes. about. I think you must have enjoyed it. You know, of you course. personally. You know. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. Yeah. I, for me, that you know, I'm always thinking too much, and uh, I'm very, you know, I have a lot of uh, criticism to, to myself, and uh, it was fun and I knew I needed it to just let go into mm. instincts and feelings that I can't always put into words and just completely trust the and Liron and not because I knew that the worst thing I could do with this character is think. I just could not, you know, I had to say just to do all the thinking I needed in advance and just let go completely. And be, I suppose. And just be, yeah. 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 Can we just talk about some of the more, perhaps I would say they were the more difficult scenes, but maybe not, not for you. There's incred this incredibly intimate scene where you're both in the bath together yeah. and you're wound round each other and yeah. it's sort of beautiful and then it becomes rather horrifying because... Yeah. Um, you know, your sister dunks you under the water <laughs> and there's a little power struggle. But um, are those scenes difficult to film? Well, Was no, we had a lot of fun. Fun in the bath. Know, yeah, we're really good friends. Yeah, and, I suppose that comes over. And yeah. we yeah. just, you know, yeah, we actually, it was such an intimate and small set yeah. and we're all, you know, we're family and I didn't think we even, at some point we forgot we were naked. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how you would, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that did seem, as I said, I felt that we were all, I didn't feel prurient about it. Do you know that word? I didn't feel no. as I was being a voyeur. I, I, mm. You know, I didn't, yeah. which is probably that would be why. But then Gabby has sexuality. It's there anyway, even before. Zohar, when he comes along, in, I think he awakes things in Gabby as well, but possibly. I and think she it's more the, you know... The, symbi the symbiotic mm. situation between mm. Gabi and Kheli, maybe that's more, you know, things suddenly Kheli's feeling mm. can be, you know, transformed into something uh, Gabi's feeling. You mean she's, because she's it's channeling. Because a very symbiotic mm. Uh, mm. relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I, I mean, so, but, you know, the, you have the, the other scene where Gabi is pleasuring herself, which is... Mm you know, al almost shocking. But I suppose, you know, this is very important. I don't know how much this sort of, these sorts of scenes would ever have been seen before, you know, as we were talking. I think maybe you, never, yeah. yeah. You know, the, I, I'm not talking about the pleasure. I'm talking about the fact that we are actually admitting that, you know, the sexuality of somebody who has real mental issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course they have it, of course. Yeah. You know, that has to be accepted. But how was that for you, that sort of scene then? I mean, that, was that difficult or...? Um. No. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe it was just, uh, we had to shoot it a, a, a lot of, like, many times over and over again. We had, like, technical mm. <laughs> technical stuff, so that mm. that was the only uh, thing. But no, it's, you know, it's all of it, It's especially in the situation that I was in, that I was very in, in my own world, and nothing really was hard for me about mm. that film. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful, and we really ought to stop because I think people are trying to oh. come in soon. But just very, very quickly, can you just tell me how's the film being received in Israel, and what's the situation there? Is it much the same as in any Western country? You know, attitudes to mental disability. Well, the film was 
received amazingly in Israel. People were, we got so many comments, thank you for finally showing what it's really like, and thank you for, we needed so badly to see ourselves, you know, for real, and not in like this romantic uh, film that, you know, that is, uh, that shows, usually, I mean, films show different angles and not always the real, like how how hard it really is and how beautiful it really is and how beautiful is the unesthetic side of it is also. And actually, a lot of people came to watch it mm. and compare like to an art house film in Israel, it did amazing. And mm. people are still watching it and uh, in, in all kinds of ways and the comments on it just don't stop because people feel they really identify with it, whether it's people that are experiencing the, in their own lives, you know, having having family members with the mental or mental disabilities or, or autistic family members or even, even mothers and fathers and people mm-hmm. that say, you were talking about me and what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. with my child, even though he's perfectly normal. Well, that, that's that's the best accolade of all, isn't it? And it's been like that outside as well, yeah. too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, well, here tonight. And and just, I thought it was incredibly brave of Liron not just to make the film and write the screenplay, but not to base it on her own experience exactly. Yeah. She's gone somewhere else, hasn't she? This yeah. idea of the interdependence. I think that's something new and different, isn't it? Yeah, so, she yeah. has a very... Liron's a very special, special woman. She always thinks of things from the like perspective that doesn't apologize <laughs> for who she is even if it's unesthetic and even if people don't like to say those things about themselves and she doesn't mind saying everything just the way it is and that that makes her even more beautiful and more mm-hmm. I think and, and that's her power she she has this way of and then this endless imagination next to a very like strong sense of reality yeah so she's bravely painted this rather dark character almost of heli yeah. it isn't she's not the selfless wonderful sister that we think she is at the beginning yeah. and that's what i thought was so wonderful about it so you must tell her that for me i will i will <laughs> anyway, thank you so much you know for sharing everything with us the mm, film and you. for talking to me i really appreciate it thank you